So welcome, 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 so welcome. No, stupid, no stupid questions. Hello, stupid everybody. This week's up, folks. It's for real. With for real. T Leak like, and Jay. Like a dungeon. What's up? No, no specific <laughs> order. I love no stupid questions. So <laughs> can we curse on the show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is a question for today. No. Wow, wow, like All right. Stupid. So question. What's the name of the show, Jay? No stupid questions. Welcome to this episode. Of Our first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. Hello, everybody. What's up, people? I wasn't expecting um, that baritone or that song. tenor or that alto or that soprano. Welcome but I like to- it. <laughs> well, thank you. The No Stupid Questions show with your co-hosts, T. Leak here, and you heard just now from Jack. That's right, people. (laughs) And you, No Stupid Questions show is the show where you have two smart people and one stupid question. One stupid question, or so we thought. (laughs) Is that my, that's my. I got got the question for you today. T. Leak, you ready? I I guess, I I don't know. Okay, so we're about to find out. The question is, can your mindset change your life? See, this is one of those. He's trying to, he's trying to suck me in. We both, we've had many conversations about this, and now, that's true. That's true. And people, don't worry. I am not in an earthquake or anything. If you hear it, I just have some really loud thunder going on. It's so loud, it's getting into my, my headset. But you know, my mindset is such that nothing will will happen. So can't stop. And that's going to change my life. So yes, I do think your mindset can change your life. Okay. <laughs> That's the question, right? That is the question. Okay. And you said yes. I said yes. With my full... A full-throated yes. I was say yes. baritone, but I was like, no, what did you say? Was, you went through all of the ranges. I went through so all my of them. That's what, because I don't know the difference between... Yes! <laughs> my mindset told me it wasn't important to know the difference between them. So, you know, I kind of want to play with this answer a little bit. Hmm. I was going to say no. I was going to say no. Your mindset can't change your life. Okay. Because your mindset is what your mindset is. But it's not really what your mindset is. So, hmm. yes, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. That's how I want to answer that. That's how I want to answer the question. So perhaps the question should be, can Uh, changing... Oh, oh, oh. I mean, well, that's, no that's... stupid question, so the, the, the question is, can your mindset change your life? <laughs> you can't be changing my question. Well, your mindset affects your life, so I guess it could change your life, too. Okay. Yeah, okay, I won't argue with that, but I tell guess. me tell me so what now, you think. So you're talking about, you can't, you know, you're the one who's talking about semantics. Well, if it's changing your mind, it's, 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 well, what I do know is, what? the question itself yeah. is not as important as the details we about to break down right now. All right, all right, okay. So, okay. so what? So, tell you? me why you said yes, T. Lee. I'm actually more interested in why you said no, given our previous conversations. But anyway, I know you're trying to, you know, be devil's advocate. I have always been a believer in the power of, and I and I and I do really love the word mindset because it's a mindset and professor from Stanford that we, we have shared 
her videos, and we'll include a link here, psychology professor. It's more than positive thinking. I would say that this whole concept of mindset and how you think about something in particular, because she actually defines it really well about assumptions or beliefs that you have around a particular domain, right? Okay. So in this case, we could say the domain is your life, right? How do you view your life? How do you perceive how your life is going, where your life is going, what the opportunities in your life are, can have an effect. So I, I can go more into it, but what's, what's your sort of sign of, of this kind of umbrella topic? So, you know, it's interesting. You, you tried to parse the difference between mindset and positive thinking. And I guess we, I think we have to go into that a little bit. So I want you to put a pin in that. Okay. Um, so, so we can come back to that. Done. I mean, clearly, I'm a. I, I have always been a believer that your mindset really is going to determine the journey that you go on, that the life that you're going to have, and I believe it is your mindset that determines how you react to the things that happen to you in your life, and therefore, you know, it has the positive, has the ability to something may be negative for someone or something may be positive for someone. And I think your mindset has a, a big role in determining whether or not it's going to be negative or positive for you. Let me give you some anecdotes, some examples. There are a lot of people. What was that? I'm sorry. I was excited that we have anecdotes going. Okay. So there are a lot of people who are afraid of shots, for example. Injections, um, not oh, oh. Yeah, I mean injections <laughs> or, or, or giving blood, either yeah, one. Okay, okay. Giving blood. And the best phlebotomist will often insert the needle without you knowing that they've inserted the needle. And for those people who assume that it's going to be a bad experience, if they're not, if they're not cognizant of it, um, what the phlebotomist is doing, then the experience is not that bad for them. So that tells me it's not an absolute that the experience is bad. It has a lot to do with how you believe that experience is going to be. And, and I translate that mean it's your mindset around that experience. Can I add to that? Sure. You can always what add I, to it. What I that. find absolutely compelling about Dr. Crumb's research is she's really looking at the lab is the mind-body lab. Okay. And she's really focused on research that talks about, so not only... That's some real thunder. Do you, it was, that, was, that was the, she's about to say something. Right. Earth-shaking. That was dramatic. <laughs> Bring it on. That timing was perfect. It's almost, so if you have this fear, and this gets into the specific of the domain, you have a fear that it is going to be painful. It is going to hurt. It's going to be complicated. Your body, so your mind tells you that, your mindset tells you, your body reacts. So now you are super sensitive in that area. You're hyper vigilant. And what I'm sure she could probably prove in her labs is that your nerves become 
kind of almost, there's probably more potential blood flow in that area so that you actually do, it. it is for someone who isn't, you know, tripping and someone who is, it does feel worse because that's what they have now brought not only you know mentally but physically into their body this tension that then causes you know maybe a little bit more um, discomfort to prick the skin so there's there's all of these physiological things that happen and then those trigger you know again it reinforces the mindset and so it keeps that cycle kind of going and that is really what is is i think really important for us to know. And so I just wanted to add that is this, this mind-body connection that for me certainly as a health practitioner is like, this is riveting because it's not just about, you thought it, so you paid attention to it, but also your body was like, okay, I'm ready right. for this to hurt. And That's so- right. I'm so anticipating anyway. it for it to hurt. Yeah, and then it and does you know, hurt, <laughs> makes it correct. hurt. Correct. So I'm gonna make it mad because- Uh-oh, don't make me th mad. Th this, is, this is an issue that I've argued. You know what this show's about. <laughs> I believe communities, societies take a stance on things and it really affects how something will happen because of society's stance. And I have researched. Damn, I was waiting for the thunder on that one. That was a good one. That was a, I'm, You're not making me angry. Why are you making okay, Well, because I'm, cause I'm about to be it. specific. I'm going to wait for it. Okay. I'm, I'm about to be specific here. Okay, I agree with the Some one. societies believe pregnancies are painful hurtful and are going to be a bad experience. Some societies believe that women get stronger, they get healthier, their body rejuvenates during pregnancy. And you can actually see that in the results that those societies seem to have around pregnancies. I'm still okay. waiting for what I would be angry about. Because I thought we've had arguments about this. About and what? I, about this particular issue, but maybe we haven't. So about you whether, an agreement what, on this. What, what issue that society? Does whether or not your mindset, because the society has given people a mindset around pregnancy, for example. Yes. And and that mindset, in my opinion, has impacted how different societies, re the results they get out of pregnancies, the side effects or not side effects. So so let's let so I don't disagree with that. I if I did then. Hey, I don't remember that. What I would say is, and this is something that I, I love that, um, because I've always been, okay, so I don't know, people who maybe listen to this might be thinking, oh, this is this the secret bullshit again. And one of the things that the secret bullshit. Um, Dr. Crumb, who's now my new guru, as you can see, it's like, I'm like, the Bible according to Dr. Crumb. You, you know the secret, right? The book? Uh, no, I don't. I'm not familiar with the book. Oh, okay, and they have a movie too. But the secret is basically, it is, the book was written as you get what you expect. That is basically uh -huh. the bottom line with the secret. What I think is really, really important and it's this distinction I make between mindset and, and sort of positive thinking, not only is mindset about a particular domain. So for instance, your example, pregnancy, what is it? How do you feel about it? What do you think is going to result? All those things. But it's also not, it is, your subjective belief and assumption, but there is also the objective reality, right? So like, let's say, for example, you have a breech birth. It doesn't matter how beautiful and wonderful you think that experience is gonna be. When a baby is coming out, 
feet first, it's going to be more painful. So there is an objective reality, right? So I, again, this is not to disagree with you. This is just adding to the story, which is that for those people who are out there and saying, well, I think positive, there is still an objective reality that you must deal with. Correct. And it's, and, and I'm going to go to, well, actually I'll wait. I'm going to, I'm going to reserve it. And I know you put a pin in something and I forgot what it was. <laughs> the difference between positive thinking. And oh, positive. perfect. I already brought it up again. So let me, let me go back to these antidotes. Um, okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so the pregnancy, I have a very personal, with, I'm, I'm excited about that. So okay. I'm, I'm glad. And, and I don't know who I was having this argument with, but um, they were mad at me and they said, because I was a man, I didn't understand what the hell I was talking about because I was talking about pregnancy. So it was a whole other thing. They probably but anyway, the same amount of gray hair and you thought it was me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my personal experience is around oral surgery. Um, you said orals, and I was like, "Whoa, are we, are we doing this again? Surgery. We doing, doing this? That's another. That's another <laughs> show. That's another <laughs> show. Another show. Another time. Now, now, I don't know what that show is going to be Hit or it. when it's going to be. So, <laughs> I I had like most people had a very negative mindset towards any kind of dental procedure. I don't like people's hands in my mouth, especially when they come with those metal objects, needles and all that stuff. And then these extraction things where they're pulling your teeth out. That all makes me, I don't like it. But anyway, when I was about 12 years old, I was told, okay, we know you don't like it. We're going to take you to a special oral surgeon. And this oral surgeon is going to treat you. And he is known to treat people and they don't even feel it at all. He's great. You're going to love him. Um, and, and, and somehow I bought into that. Okay. Then I went to this oral surgeon and on top of that, he was a hypnotist. He hypnotized his patients to get their mind off of this, what was happening mm-hmm. onto something they enjoys onto a positive experience and then perform the surgery. Of course, he's still, you know, he's still dead in your mouth to some extent. I don't know if he did it as much as, as other dentists do. But long story short, Sorry, he extracted sure. my he extracted my teeth. He extracted my teeth. I did not even know he had extracted my teeth. I thought we still had that to do. I thought he was still prepping and we still had that to do. So if it, maybe it was momentary because I still don't like going to the dentist. Maybe it had something to do with the hypnotism. I think it did. But did I you think go what back it, to him? That sounds fantastic. It does. This was why I was getting braces when I was young and I didn't have to have oral surgery for a while after that. The whole experience was a mindset shifting experience. And what used to be very traumatic for me was was not traumatic because somehow my mindset shift about what was about to happen. And so since that time, I was about 12 years old. I have been a firm believer in. With the right mindset, you can endure almost anything. With the right mindset, you can overcome almost anything. And with the wrong mindset, many things that are not debilitating will be debilitating. So I, I have been a firm believer in, in this area. I was amazed that people are getting PhDs in this subset of psychology uh, because maybe I should have done that instead of being an engineer slash lawyer. I, I just fully believe that your mindset does control or has a, I think it controls, you know, your life. And I think if you understand that 
you optimize that, then your life will be improved. So, you know, I'm a firm believer in this area. I'm very excited about it. I hope our listeners do a little research after listening to us and really grasp on this area and, and, and really look at it as a way to improve their lives. So now I know that the topic that might come up would be how. Right. It's a good what's, topic. What, what's, what's your, so, so I think, we're, so bottom line is, if I were to summarize, we're in agreement that mindset, what you, and again, to be specific, what you believe about and make assumptions about a particular domain. So again, you have to really think about what the domain is, can, can really affect your actual experience and therefore your life, right? So mm -hmm. this question of can your mindset change your life? Well, change your mindset, change your life. So yes, it can, can affect your life, can change your life. I'm gonna equate those two. So what is a mindset that is valuable? I guess I'll use that word. Valued? Valuable. Valuable. You know, because we're talking about, can a mindset change your life? Well, obviously you want to change your life in a positive direction. So what, right. what... It's difficult to answer that question without knowing what domain you're talking about. But I'm going to try anyway. The first thing that came to my mind was the domain of dieting to lose weight. Hmm, um, and they talked, about, they talked about that a little bit in the video mm -hmm. that you and I both listened to. But I'm, I'm going to step... We can go back to that, but I want to step back for a second. To me, the mindset that is most valuable is that you as an individual, and I'm speaking to our listeners, are equipped. You have all the tools that you need to do whatever it is that you desire to do. To me, that is the most valuable mindset. And unfortunately, that is a mindset that is not as prevalent as it should be. Because, you know, I come across a lot of people you know, I, it's interesting because I've been coaching basketball. I've been coaching my kids in basketball and now I've been doing it for, I don't know, maybe since, maybe for 12 years now, which is crazy. Hmm. Which means I've seen a lot of kids come through basketball programs. And what's more important than their actual skill set is their belief that they have the skills necessary to do what they need to do. So I've seen what I would say the best skilled players not achieve the way you would think they would achieve because they don't believe they have the skills. And I've seen lesser skilled kids perform much, much better all because their mindset is that I have everything I need to be successful on the basketball court. Very small domain again. But I guess I've seen enough of those kids roll through and I've seen that in adults that I've come across that I believe that is the most important mindset to have. So I'll repeat, you, dear listener, have all the skills necessary to do whatever you want to achieve. And, and let me, uh, this is perfect, because this is what I had put, I had personally put a pin in. I get an A? You get, you are, well, I'm, I, I, you gotta have someone to go. I guess I could be the A plus, okay. Okay, so, tag team. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so I think 
When I do my retreats with women, and you know, I, I have a focus on women and really changing our mindset because I think our mindset actually affects other people's lives in addition to our own, my personal bias. I talk about what I call a love mindset because the name of the retreat is Embody Love. And for me, a love mindset, so I just love this, this conversation. Excuse the pun, I'm using that word a lot. Love mindset. I didn't talk love, about love though. Huh? You didn't uh, talk about okay, love. I'm adding ahead. to that. Because okay. the, the focus of the love mindset is it's really self-love. And so to your point in terms of, you know, when you're telling our dear listeners that they can and they it really is important for you to, I, I, I genuinely feel at the heart of a love mindset is that you and the people around you are acting out of love. And, but the key thing to understand is that it might look different for different people. Mm. Now, if you don't understand that, that's where you get into, well, that wasn't very, well, they're coming from a different place. And you okay. coming in love is, you know what? I send you love. And if that's not a place that I can live to, then I send you off with love because, you know, and, and it, really, it, it really transforms, I think, how you think about the distress that you experience, right? In terms of these, sort of injuries and barbs coming from outside because you're like, you know what? They're not, you know, if you take the perspective that no one's really trying to hurt you, but because you are who you are and they are who they are, it, it, it either goes like they mesh or they kind of bump up against one another. But it's not about some of the things that I think put us into a tizzy. So so for me, the love mindset is is in this domain of, how we look at ourselves and particularly our interactions, both with ourselves, because a lot of times we're very critical of ourselves, et cetera, and that can be not so loving. That's less with our, within ourselves. Right. And then outside in terms of our, our um, interactions with other people. So, so it's really, to me, and, and that all you're saying about the confidence that you can overcome. One of the things that Dr. Crumb talks about is whether or not you have a stress debilitating or stress enhancing mindset. Right. So, and it's the difference. And that spoke to me. I really, I really. Yes, yes, yes. How do you view stress? And that's the same way that I think about how do you view love and understanding that as something that can be a growth opportunity as, as not something that can hurt you and is, is out to hurt you. That really can transform your, I mean, you know, we're social beings, the interactions in your life. And so I'm just really, really focused as a, you know, someone who believes in the sort of whole person health, that it is absolutely critical to your mind-body connection, but then also the health that you experience, your well-being, right? How you interact with the world is dramatically, dramatically, can be dramatically improved if you take a look at and are aware of, it starts with awareness of your mindset. Right. And that's important. You have to be aware of your mindset before you can optimize it, before you can change it. Let's talk a little bit about that because both, both of us were hit pretty hard with the 
in a good way. He resonated this whole concept of, do you view stress as debilitating or as enhancing? Right. Um, now, now, you know, it may be interesting if we were hit hard the same way. Oh. I have always thought, I have always accepted, yeah. acknowledged that growth only comes through struggle. So I believe that I have a stress is enhancing mentality, mindset. I equate it to building muscles and you cannot build muscles without tearing them down first. So stress needs to be appropriate. It can't be too stressful. It has to be something. Distress? It can't be understand that too high stress. of a level of distress. So, yeah. And, and I know you use the concept of distress and you stress. Well, and it's it's not just me. Okay. And I think Dr. Crum talks about it, right? Because Hans Selye, right, the person who coined really the term as we use it now, stress, mm-hmm. calls it the body's, well, and the mind, to be honest, non-specific mm-hmm. response. So it's not good or bad because it depends on the context. So it is often basically used in the same time that we should be using distress because we're talking about it in a negative context. And that's where I, it's not. So I just say that and put that out there because I know it's somewhat semantics, but it is to your point when we talk about if we talk about stress and then we talk about it in so many negative ways, then it becomes tied to that. And it's difficult for people to, again, like you said, society is saying, oh, stress bad, oh, stress, oh, this is what happens, this, that's that kind of stress. But, and then we take this word and it, it, it's hard to get back to that stress is enhancing mindset because we've sort of lumped it in with all the negative stuff, the distress right. stuff. So right. anyway, I say and, that and, just and, and the only to help with I, the mindset because words are important. The only reason I objected slightly when you, will parsing the difference between distress and eustress is because I think that's an individual thing. It's context specific. For an individual or relative, a group of individuals. Relative, is, yes. Right, correct. Yes. So, so what's no, distress for one person may be eustress for another person. Understood. And that was but, the only thing. But stress should be nonspecific. Stress should be nonspecific. So that you are not whatever, I mean, hell, some things are stressful to some people and not stressful for other people. Correct. But it does relate to the mindset. So I just want to, that's, I think that helps when you don't tie stress in with the bad things that happen, whoever you are and whatever you perceive to be bad. So, right. Yeah. Right. So what was it that hit you? It was the, the fact that that was something that you've always believed. Yeah. And, so. and, and so it never struck me before that that was a, for lack of a better term, that was that was that was one of my superpowers, right? Because I have a mindset about stress that allows me to deal with it and thrive from it. And and so, you know, it, it just hit me that wow, I never really thought about it. I never really sat down and thought about it. But if I have a superpower, that is my superpower. And right. um, I was just thankful for that. And she talked about, which I love, the Navy SEALs and how Correct. You know, the majority and, you know, since it's such a low graduation rate and the fact that most of those people are people that have a stress enhancing mindset. So the last thing that I'll say is on the for me with the stress enhancing the, um, 
stress debilitating is that for me it was actually probably the opposite it was it's it's something that i have grappled with and i know sort of theoretically to your point that there's stress non-specific there's eustress there's distress it was a way of looking at it that helped me shift my mindset mm. So, because when I, whenever, you know, you and I present on stress, we have presented on stress. And we have. <laughs> so this is not a new topic for us. This is we, not a new topic for us. Right. We, we, we've done and, and It was good to hear the professor reinforce validate. some of the points, validate yes, some of the yes, points. Yes, yes, yes. And um, um, the, the thing that we talked about was this whole idea of the demands that are put on you and ultimately the resources that you have. And whether or not you feel like, so we, we kind of talked about how it was a mindset thing, but we didn't really talk about it in this debilitating, enhancing way, which is ultimately right. the same thing, right? Because it's like, when you feel like you have the resources, then you know that it's a challenge that can kind of pull you up, right? right. Cause you're going to attack it and you're going to be better for it. And it's enhancing. Whereas if you don't have the resources, it's, it's, and, and I, you know, I think she also framed it in terms of, challenge versus threat and right. it, again it's the same thing it's different wording but it hit me differently to think about okay well when your resources are low and the demands are high that's a threat because you're like i don't know if i can climb that this mountain is now uh, a mountain that i can't climb i don't have the rope i don't have the resources whereas if you have the resources and you feel like okay well i'll always find the resources even if that's the thing and and so that far exceeds the demands, then that becomes more of a challenge, right? It's still a mountain, but I got this and this and this and this, and I can ask Joe to bring his truck and that, whatever. Right. And so just all of those, now tying that into what we talked about in terms of this whole concept of demands and resources, it just really clicked a lot more for me and her talking about it as stress enhancing and stress debilitating and helped me kind of maybe internalize that a little bit more deeply. Uh, I'll say that. So, um, so you know we're gonna have to have a part two. Okay. Because part, part two question. Yes, because I'm not sure we gave the toolkit. You you ask people are gonna ask how do they change their mindset, mm -hmm. and of course we said you got to recognize what your mindset is now, and that's the first step. But I think we we have a whole nother show on how you can change your mindset. Okay, I I'm with that. I have a number of different recommendations, as you can imagine. So, right, right. I, I am with that. So, stay tuned. Part two. Right. Uh, now, so, now, and, that, and now that hopefully you agree, we'll tell you. How hopefully you agree, and and pass this on to your friends. Send a send a link of the show. We don't ask y'all to do that that much, but pause it now. Send a link to the show. Get your community. Get your your people to listen to the show and see what they say. Because I think this is going to be good for everyone to hear. I agree, and and you know you can you can each one teach one. There because sometimes the things we don't recognize in ourselves, well, actually, sometimes we see things in other people that are because it's actually something that comes, it, it's within us. So sometimes when you see other people and you're thinking that their mindset is a certain way, you may want to take a reflection about yourself. But then also, if there are people that are close to you, you might want to supportively, you're not to criticize, 
supportively. There's no judgment here. Yes, there's, thank you. No judgment. It's more kind of just being discerning and helping bring awareness and shedding light. And that is, again, for me, that's the love mindset, right? You're coming from a place of love and you just want to say, hey, how do you think about it's probably my coaching, my coaching brain too. So there with that, we'll look forward to talking to you about some practical tools. If you have some that you use, send them to us. We would love to hear them. Right. And share so them. Can your mindset change your life? Yes, 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 yes. No stupid questions, y'all. All right. You can ask any question that you want or... Don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs> <laughs>